Hello and welcome back. It's been one month since school got out, and man, it's flown by. Uh, I've been resting, I've been relaxing, I've been having some family time, um, hanging out with friends and family, got to hang out, get some coffee with some uh, former students who have graduated, and it's always it's always great to be able to catch up with them and see what they've been up to in life, or or honestly, that some of them still trust me with their stories or their questions or their concerns and their, their I don't know, their confusion about what to do next. Um, it's gratifying to know that I, I did something, said something that stuck in their mind that they still value me as a someone to bounce ideas off of. Um, so that's been nice. Got to hang out with some uh, friends of ours who we play board games with. We've had a few board game nights and hung out and had some good food and good laughs and good conversations. And, and occasionally I won. I think I mostly lost most of the games. But that's not been the point. Um, my parents were recently in town. I got to hang out with them. Um, been doing a lot of driving practice with my son because he is, ooh, wow, wow, less than two months away from going for his uh, driver's license test. Um, what else have we been doing? Oh, we've been playing uh, some cooperative video games together. You know, some father and son time. My wife and I have been hanging out. Um, we uh, tried a new restaurant recently, McClintock's Chop Shop, Chop Chop House. Yeah, it's over there in the Stockyard City region, kind of near Cattleman's. Uh, if you're familiar with the Oklahoma City area, it was really good. We plan on going back. Um, what else has been going on? Um, planning. Oh, we got a uh, family trip coming up. We're going to go on a little bit of a road trip. Um, at some point, and uh, last-minute plans and ideas for that. It just I was joking with my wife um, uh, earlier. I texted her. So it was like, FYI, um, an update on my um, journey to reduce my trip anxiety because as it comes closer and closer, you start thinking, like, did I forget something? Did I not? Like, are we going to be stranded somewhere? Did I get the dates right? And, you know, are we going to have plenty of things to do? Um, so... Yeah, that's uh, I, I was making calls to take care of that, and um, I think we're all squared away, so that's good. Um, yeah, yeah. Part of that is we're we're going Midwest because uh, we're still on the goal of trying to hit all fifty states before my son graduates high school. So I think honestly, by the end of this summer, he will have visited over forty of the fifty states. I, yeah, like we haven't been to the New England states yet over there, like Massachusetts. We've been to New York, but east of there. So that's like one, two, three, four, five, six. Haven't been to Hawaii. I don't think he's been to California or Oregon. Yeah, so wow. It's, it's been like 42, 43 states he's been to. And he still has three years of high school left. So I think we're doing quite well on this goal of, um, of ours. So, yeah, what have I been reading? I, um, oh, I finished War and Peace, and I really liked it. Like, I really liked it. Um, I like the, some of the strategies with the war part was like, eh, but I like his philosophy talks about, you know, war and what causes it and what moves history along. I enjoyed the, uh, the peace part with the stories of the families. Um, I finished a Viking book that was, eh, it was okay. I uh, read a book recommended to me by a debate teacher 
called Lords of Finance, the bankers who broke the world. And um, yeah, it's about the central bank systems that were set up. You know, the ones in like France, Germany, England had been around for a while, but the United States started one in 1913. And just what they were trying to do to finance World War One, not good, not 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 good. And then um, how they tried to recover from how they tried to finance World War One just led to more not good. Um, I'd say overreach, and I don't know. As an economics teacher, it's a little bit of um, I think maybe it's a misconception of the economy that it's just a bunch of dials and knobs that you can twist and turn and flips, uh, like switches you can flip, and that everything is going to be fine and wonderful and awesome. And no, I mean that would be great if the economy was a machine, but the economy is just people, individual people trying to meet their needs while dealing with the fact that we are surrounded by scarcity. <laughs> Talk about it in my class, like we, we don't have enough you know, resources for the things we want on this planet. It's like we have a limited amount of resources and an unlimited amount of wants and, and needs. And they differentiate that sometimes, but uh, sometimes wants and needs go hand in hand. Um, but and, and my students sometimes struggle with that because, you know, they don't have a lot of money. But I do talk to them about, like, you, you only have a certain amount of, um, you know, energy, uh, emotions. Um, so you have to worry about that, too. Um, and where are you going to spend it? So um, it was actually really good. It kind of went right up from World War One right up to beginning of World War Two and a little bit of the fallout of that. And if you were wondering, like, why do we have the system we have and why does it not seem to be able to keep up? You know, especially right now when we keep talking about inflation and the Federal Reserve and money supply because of all those fancy Biden bucks and, and Trump checks that were sent out a year and a half or so ago. Yeah, that could be a good book to read. And I can't say it enough. Like, reading, man, it's so great. What am I reading now? I'm reading uh, a systematic theology book, which is like a whole story of Christian thought called The Wonderful Works of God by a guy named Herman Bobnick, who wrote it back in like the early 1900s, like 1907, I think. And I'm also reading a book about the claim that the Portuguese were the first to set up a global empire with their push around the southern tip of Africa and into Asia. And oh my gosh, they were brutal. I mean, like, I know the Europeans were brutal, like when they went out in the world, but it's just. It's it's just the stuff that students don't see in textbooks. I, I kind of joke sometimes that the high school textbooks um, his, version of history is kind of like the Sunday school version of the Old Testament for uh, Christians. Like there, it is a little gruesome in the Old Testament sometimes, but you know they don't mention that part. They just you know do the fun stories. So it's a uh, it's a reminder that yeah. You know, despite your claims uh, for the Portuguese of we're here to find Christians and spread the word of God while they were, you know, hacking and slashing and, and decapitating and stealing. And whoa, it was like a little bit of a mixed message, you know, which happens a lot throughout history. Humans don't always live up to their beliefs. But I'm really excited for our trip coming up. Um, I'm really excited. My mind has kind of sometimes wandered back to school subjects and things to do next year for my classes and what it's going to be like. Um, but I'm not quite there yet. So I'm going to enjoy our trip. And then maybe when, maybe when we get back, 
some more board game time with friends and maybe some more students will want to get some coffee and a conversation. And then I'll let my mind wander back towards work. Well, I uh, hope you're having a, a good summer, a restful summer, if you're a teacher or a parent or a student. And as always, have a day.